Without I, the great Caesar Antonio Zabelli, he would never have been half the Hamon warrior he is today. But without my guidance in the world of stands, he would have been lost forever, and Dio would have crushed his entire family line. Yes, but before Dio, there were the Pillar Men. The Pillar Men! They were going to kill all of humanity. And Joseph, who was the last line of defense to stop them, and I gave him the power that allowed him to stop Wamu and Kaz. I suppose you did that by winning a battle? That mm-hmm. is That's debatable. Right. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. How many battles did you win? Was it zero? Zero battles? I... That is irrelevant. That is irrelevant to it's the very, point. Very, oh, sh- 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 <sighs> Susie, coming. Hello, boys. Uh, hello, Miss, Miss Susie. Uh, hello, Miss Susie. So, Joseph, huh? Am I right? Uh, yes, that that man truly has no dignity. Uh, no, no dignity. No, not the slightest dignity. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, Alejandro, uh, your co-host here. And alongside me is... Chris Ng. And welcome to today's episode of No Dignity. Uh, a shoujo about... A shoujo? A shoujo. Oh, no. A shoujo about everything jojo. You should have called yes. this the jojo shoujo. Oh, man. It's too late to rebrand. Uh, uh, season two rebranding. We call it, instead of, <laughs> instead of No Dignity, a jojo podcast, we could just call it No Dignity, a jojo shoujo. A jojo shoujo, right, I'm gonna, yes. I'm going to fire up Adobe Illustrator. <laughs> uh, I have Adobe Illustrator, if anything. God, happy accidents, just like me. And Josuke. <laughs> uh, I'm laughing because it's true. Uh, what do we got today? Alright, well actually, we have a uh, viewer request listener, today. Listener. This is audio format. I know, audio format, my bad. So we have a listener request today. The listener referred to uh, as JTB. Now JTB asks... Which Joe bro from each part do you feel was screwed over the, the hardest? And of these, which one did Iraqi have no dignity or the least dignity with? Mm. This is this is a rough topic. Um, this is this. You know, we've got to dredge up some, some dark memories here of our beloved Joe bros. So let's uh, let's let's count down them Joe bros. Starting from part one of uh, Antonio Zeppeli, uh, Speedwagon, our Lord and Savior. We have Dyer, we have Straitso, we have Tom Petty, uh... Po- Poco, we got Poco. <laughs> Poco. Poco's yes, sister. Poco. Never gets a name. You know, Dio technically has a, uh, has a Dio bro. That's Wang Chen. That's true. It does have a Dio bro. Yeah, but, uh, just, just a fun fact. Just want to, like, to throw out there. A Dobro? A Dobro. No bro. A Zobro, because he's a zombie. I, was Wang Chen ever a zombie? Technically, right? I have no clue. I assume so. I assume that Dio had killed him, like, immediately um, upon meeting, you know, some sort of henchman. So he went back to Ogre Street to kill that guy who was still in the poison. <laughs> that makes sense, makes sense. Alright, let's get to part two. We have Lisa Lisa, Caesar... Do we count Speedwagon again? Uh, does he is he now in the Joe Mama category? I you know what he is in Joe Mama category in part two. In my part bad. two, I think so. Yeah, uh, we have Stroheim. Um, Smokey. Yeah, Smokey. First Joe Bro part two. 
Stroheim. Uh, Stroheim. Yeah. Do we count, um, uh... God, the, the Hamon training... The Hamon warriors. Um, oh, oh okay. Loggins. Loggins. Yeah. Uh, or Loggins and Mishima. Yeah, I, I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Loggins and Mishima. Tall hat guys. The tall hat men. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, see... He says, uh, listener also said that, uh, non, non-main antagonists, uh, were fine as well. Okay. So, alright, so you're, you're adding to the list Wamu, ACDC, Santana, Straight So. <laughs> yeah, I'm adding Straight So and Wamu in specific, because I believe ACDC was just villain from head to toe. He didn't do nothing to help JoJo. Alright. Yeah. Now, let's get over to part three. We have Joseph Joestar, who is a Joe bro in a JoJo part. Yes, I am. We have Avdal, Noyaki Kakyoin, uh, John Pierre Polnareff, and Iggy. Anyone else missing part three? Uh, Anne. <laughs> <laughs> Anne. My bad. If we're going to count Poco, we're going to count Anne. <laughs> Uh, let's not forget the Speedwagon helicopter oh, guys. Oh yeah, the speed, speed Bros. Yeah, Speed Bros. They did warn Jotaro of the water. Uh, Alright. Are we counting Whole Horse? <laughs> uh, ooh, he was never an yeah, official Yeah, but if you're gonna count in Wamu, we count in Whole Horse. Okay, yeah, let's count Whole Horse. Because he did help them in the uh, yeah. Enya arc. Alright, let's get to part four. The yeah. entire cast of Morio. The yeah. entire town of Morio. Uh... The entire town of Morio. Uh, a few special, <laughs> a few special mentions: uh, Koichi, Okuyasu, Antonio, Rohan. I refuse. I refuse to acknowledge oh, Rohan at this moment. Part five: La Squadra. No, not La Squadra. Passion. Poochie no. <laughs> gang. Poochie gang. Poochie gang. Poochie gang. Poochie gang. So Bruno, <laughs> Abakio, Narancia, Mista, and Fugo. And let's not forget Trish. Does Polnareff count? No, Polnareff's in Joe Mama stage. Okay, okay, he's in Joe Mama level. <laughs> Alright, part six. We have Hermes, uh, Anna Sui, Weather Report, <laughs> and... Emporio. Emporio. Yeah, Emporio. How did I nearly forget How, you, my you baseball also, boy for a You have now angered a very large fan base. Because you, you <laughs> uh, forgot who? Foo Fighters. You forgot Foo Fighters, man. Oh, Foo Fighters! Oh my god, how could I ever the forget Foo Fighters? The fan base is going to kill you. <laughs> oh, I'm... I'm... They are. I'm off my game today. I'm so sorry, guys. Oh, I'm off... I'm off my... I'm off my still... This is the work of an enemy stand user. <laughs> that... That stand quarantine. <laughs> uh, yeah. Alright, part seven. Gyro Zeppeli. Hot Pants, Diego, the other guy with the steel balls. Part 7 Avdol. <laughs> yes, Part 7 Avdol. My bad. <laughs> part 7 Stroheim. <laughs> part 7 Stroheim did not do a thing. Pocoloco. Yeah, we have Pocoloco. Uh, we have... Oh, Wekapipo, that's his name, Wekapipo. Yeah, Wekapipo. And in Part 8... Uh, we have <laughs> Joshu, who I only count as half a Joe, bro. Yusaho, Mamazuku, Jobin, and uh, 
I guess Dice 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 Chan? That I I am so What about out Kyo? Right Kyo? Part eight Kyo? Nijimura. Oh yes, Kyo Nijimura. Uh yes, Miss Nijimura. I mean she's only like she only helps on for like one chapter though, even then no, that's I after she tries to kill him. But that is that is the Joe Bro arc. I know, I know. And I feel like I'm losing my grip on reality. Uh, every chapter that goes by. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so now we have our list of Joe Bros. Alright. So what's your pick for part one? Most screwed. Most screwed over Joe Bro? <laughs> Dyer. I mean that's yeah, it's pretty rough. You know, he didn't even get to help anybody in the end. He had like his one special move and it failed <laughs> the only two times he tried <laughs> using it. I've worked on this technique forever. Ah, no, it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work twice. Well, the first time <laughs> he, he intentionally didn't let it work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the second time, he was he was so ready for it. And then Dio was just like, oh, by the way, I can yeah. freeze things now. Uh, JoJo is like a, it's like a game of pretend between like sandbox uh, kids, you know? Where it's like, I shoot a missile at you. Well, I dodge the missile. Well, my missile is heat-seeking, so how about that? Yeah, I think the uh, the best portrayal of that is the YouTube video, uh, JoJo, but really, really fast. Have you seen those? Oh, yes, yes, I love those. Yeah, the, the, whole, the whole part two icicle sequence, I think, really caps off that uh, inanity. But uh, my pick for most screwed over JoJo for part one, Phantom Blood, is uh, Robert EO Speedwagon. Yeah, let me explain why. So, uh, keeping in mind, my, the first time I watched JoJo, I know nothing about it other than that you've been ranting about it for a year, and I, it just sounds weird, and I have no idea what I'm getting myself into. Um, I'm watching this Victorian, late 1800s Victorian uh, story about a kung fu sunlight man who, who was defeating a vampire. And I figure... We're going to draw into some, like, fantasy tropes at some point, right? Like, that makes sense. You know, um, so we're, here we are. Um, it is Jonathan versus Tarkus. The, uh, the iron door is closed. And they can't get in. And Zeppeli is like, you know, Speedwagon is like, Zeppeli, break down the door. And Zeppeli's like, I can't. I, I can break rock, but I can't break iron. Um... And in my brain, I'm like, okay, this is Speedwagon's moment. Ogre Street Thief. Expert at picking locks. You know? Like, this is where all of that that, that background of who he is and who he was is going to come into play. He's going to use it for honorable use. And no, that doesn't happen at all. Poke Oak walks through a hole <laughs> and pulls a lever. <laughs> Now look, I'm happy for Poco to have his moment, but <laughs> Speedwagon, that was supposed to be Speedwagon's <laughs> moment. It was. Because Speedwagon, as much as I love him, all he does is narrate in that in that part. So it's like, <laughs> alright, I think he got screwed over on his, his moment of achievement of like, I'm gonna pick the lock. I mean, look. Speedwagon, he got a hat out of it, alright? How screwed over can we really say he is? That hat does not have razor blades. It doesn't have razor blades, and that shows that he has transformed as a character. So instead of having a crowning moment of achievement, he gets a new hat. <laughs> yes. That's his character. Oh, arc. New hat. 
bald chapeau. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> cool hat. I, I might I'll pass it down it. to your grandson one day. Alright, part two. Battle Tendency. Part two. Battle Tendency. Uh, the Joker really gets screwed over the most. I think... Mm, it's Loggins and Machina, like, at least they were, like, defending the, uh... <laughs> the, uh, the Hamon training mm -hmm. grounds and stuff. Uh, but, like, Caesar, it was literally just him, like, going in when he was, he didn't have to. Yeah. <laughs> that hot-blooded Italian family line stuff. <laughs> uh, what was it, um, gosh, not only knowing that, William Antonio Zeppelin, part one, lied about not having any kids. Didn't he? I think he said he abandoned his family, though. In the original run of the manga, he said he didn't have any kids, and Araki issued a public apology alongside an edit uh, to change it to that. <laughs> issued a public apology like it's a scandal. <laughs> this is just in. Hirohiko Araki broke continuity in his manga. Little do we know, people. Little do we know. <laughs> this will not be the last time. Um, uh, my pick for part two is actually going to be, uh, Lisa Lisa Sensei. Yeah. Lisa Lisa? Um, she is hyped up as being the Hamon Master, um, cruel trainer. Mm -hmm. Secretly, you know, having to keep to herself that it's, it's her son she's training. Um, she's going to battle yes. cars. And I mean, I think we all know in the back of our head, like, she's not going to win because it's, it's Things called JoJo. JoJo's got to be the one to do it. Cause, yeah, because the shonen manga. But she gets taken out like a chump, like <laughs> stab. Blah, blah. And I know for a lot of female fans, I have read and, and heard um, this is very disappointing for them. Um, Lisa Lisa seems to be like the first cool, strong female character in the series, and then. It's no combat time at all, except for the one zombie she, like, slaps. Um, and then in her, her cool fight moment is is really cut short on it. And I get it. Like, it's supposed to demonstrate just how despicable Cars is. Um, but it does take away a lot of the agency and coolness behind Lisa Lisa to be trapped that easily. So I feel like she gets yeah. screwed the most. Plus, plus, you know, her son was like peeping on her. That's not, that's not great for her. Yeah, yeah, that's also not great. You know, but at least we got the scene where Cars was using her uh, her legs like guitar <laughs> strings. We, 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 you know, we, 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 in every episode of every part. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I'm so sad that the anime cut out Jonathan's excellent chocolate eating scene. Yeah, well... The anime does a really good job of setting tone at the beginning. I mean, it seems so serious. And then you get to Joseph's first episode and you're like, Wait, what am I watching? What is this? What's going on? Uh, get out of here or I'll French kiss you. <sighs> that line changed my life. Alright, 
Part three. Part three. Stardust Crusaders. Uh, I have a hard time with this one. No, no. I, I'm just thinking. I'm, I have a hard time with this one. I'm not sure. You go first. Oh, okay. It's Abdal. Yeah, I don't think... I think it has to be a consensus for Abdal. I mean, he's theoretically the most experienced stand user in the entire group. Um, and it seems to have the most powers. Like, he's got like 64 named moves. <laughs> Crossfire, Hurricane, the, the Life Detector, uh, Red Bind. Like, he should be really awesome, and he is not. I mean, he wins more battles than Caesar does, but he, he also dies does twice, die as twice as much. And I don't know. I I always get bummed out too because like fire control is one of my favorite superpowers just in general. And it's like, dude, hmm. how you're you should have like burned a whole bunch of stuff. I don't know. Just burn the mansion down from the outside. I mean, had he done it. <laughs> and maybe he would have walked out with uh, with at least, you know, both of his arms intact. He could still be dead, but at least he'd have his arms. I don't know. I think it might have worked. I mean, yeah. Dio is planning for, like, about, um, uh... to come in. He can only stop time for five seconds at a time. If, like, his whole mansion's on fire, like, where he gonna go? <laughs> He's gonna go to the weird like basement beach <laughs> where uh yeah, where it's, is. like the fire goes down still. I don't know. I think it I think it might have worked. <laughs> it would have taken care of vanilla ice. Yeah, I mean cause then the other stand users like, yeah. you know, Kakuin could have been sniping and then, you know, Jotaro just pulls up and what 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 Although he never would have learned to stop time though. Yes, it's true. And we're here for cool shonen moments, all right? We have to throw rationality to the side. So, yeah, I think Abdal, Abdal gets screwed in that part. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, Abdal kind of got screwed over. His chickens are never going to know where he went. Yeah, technically his stand is a hot chick. <laughs> I, I, I can't stand any more of this. Let's move on. Part four. <laughs> Uh, oh, Diamond so is unbreakable. It's <laughs> a lot of choices. You know, I I'm kind of struggling between Tonio because, like, Josuke really did walk into his restaurant kitchen with, like, dirty hands. And doesn't he know that in these tough times, we have to be as cautious as we yeah. can? You know, Josuke, your father, who was an avid face mask wearer and glove wearer, you know, he would be very <laughs> disappointed in your... your uh, hygienic actions in your delinquency with not taking the proper health and safety precautions <sighs> just hashtag stay yeah, at home but... Josuke stop hmm. wandering around Morio <laughs> uh, everyone should have been hashtag stay at home considering the cure <laughs> was on the prowl um god I don't know do I count uh, do I count superflies stand user um, hmm. I guess. Because he was there for one, <laughs> for one episode, and then nothing. I, I think my vote is going to be Mikitaka. 
Yeah. Miki Taka? Poor guy just gets abused. <clears throat> uh, you know, used for gambling. Uh, you know, I made that exact same did, argument. But, <laughs> but it wasn't convenient <laughs> for me at the time, so I ignored it. Don't you know how this works? <laughs> Um, course, no, I think course, uh, I think Mikitaka has a very powerful stand ability, um, but he doesn't he doesn't even show up in the final battle sequence. Like, you know, he's not even there for the uh, the, the great showdown with Kira. Probably because his yeah. ability could have beaten Kira. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Kira doesn't know who he is. He just turns into like, a, well, I don't know, a hand. <laughs> And then uh, he's like, ooh, what luck. And then, you know, Miki is like, I apologize for killing you. And then, like, stabs him in the throat or something, so. Ooh, what luck, a random hand. Don't mind if I partake. <laughs> um, hmm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in between uh, Superfly stand user. I'm so sorry, I can't remember his name off the bat. But really, who can? And <laughs> Shigechi. Shigechi was really like a half a foot away from yeah, like that being saved. But he is that avenged, so I, I feel okay about that. He's avenged, but like his family's already gonna know what happened to him. But Ayasuji like, gets blown up, nobody seems to care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. I mean, I don't even know if she's a Jobro. <laughs> But, I mean, they, when they summon the stand users in the middle of town to warn everybody about Kira, she specifically specifically goes, Oh, how frightening. I hope I never meet him. And then dies by him after having her stand powers abused. Yeah. <laughs> I, I almost forgot everybody about Everybody does. I, I thought everybody to myself, does. oh, that's not, that's not as bad as Shigechi. But then I realized, like, oh, yeah, no, she just got straight up screwed over. She couldn't even help them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And Shigechi, at the last moment, got the the most important clue. Um, Ayasuji actively made it more difficult for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, you know what? I changed mine. Yeah, most screwed over Jobro in part four. Yeah, people uh, don't Ayasuji. even remember her when they talk about the Jobro death count. I always, every thread I hear is like, "Oh, only Shigechi died." Everyone's like, "What? Why does nobody remember Aya?" <laughs> I think it's because, uh, I think it's maybe because before, uh, that, Josuke and her never actually met, like, face-to-face. -face. Right. But, uh, I mean, she did meet the protagonist of Part 4, Koichi Hirose. <laughs> that's true, that's true. She did meet Koichi. Ah, yeah. Screw this show and its, its limits to, uh, only making the main character Jojo. I get part four and a half Koichi's day off we, we need some Koi sweet sweet Koichi right. OVAs yeah we need Koichi OVA they faced his face in the newest Rohan OVA and <laughs> it's great again hey. it's amazing the short boy ah. alright alright let's head over part five golden wind uh, Vento Oreo Joe Bro Ugh. which one got screwed over Narancha Hmm. I mean, Narancha's got some hmm. great moments and um, has a very strong character development arc. I mean, her, his, her, 
his character development arc <laughs> is, um, is very clearly like one about maturity, right? Like, the entire time, he's always like, I'm older than you, I'm older than you. And then he throws a tantrum about a Bacchio, and, <clears throat> and then he finally comes to this moment of understanding uh, of maturity, and then he immediately dies. Uh, and dies like a punk, <laughs> like, no, no chance to fight back. Like, doesn't even get to die in his own body. Um, no. You know, I, I think that that's that's pretty screwy, especially in a part where a lot of the deaths were very meaningful. Uh, you know, Abakio's death at the same time as getting the boss's face, Gujarati's death in like basically getting everybody to Rome, Polnareff's death in creating uh, Chariot Requiem. Um, but like Narancha's death serves no purpose. Uh, nobody benefits from it, so I think that's a pretty screwed over moment. Um, yeah, Narancha comes in a close second to Mario. Janitor Mario. <laughs> you think you consider Janitor Mario a Joe bro? <laughs> He was concerned whether Jorna was smoking. <laughs> he tried to help the protagonist. I guess. And his and his death did reveal something about the enemy. That's true. And his death is what spurred Jorno onto a, the path of the boss is truly evil. <laughs> Popo has to die. <laughs> yeah, you All see? Right, yeah, I will take it. I'm glad... I'm glad we didn't mention Fugo once. Yeah, because oh. that guy, oh. he got he's, his own book. He's, he's fine. He could have been doing worse. He got a he got a cameo he's in the fine. anime. I mean, <laughs> just walking around the street. I've got no friends now. <laughs> uh, Fugo could have helped himself. Okay, so, let's get on with this. Part 6, Stone Ocean. Yikers. This one's hard. I feel like, actually, the Joe Bro squad is pretty evened out. Um, I feel like Araki spent a lot of time disabling one Joe Bro to be out, like, in the hospital so the other one could do something important. Um, so I'm, I'm going to pick Hermes only because I just wish I had seen more of her. Um, uh, she's a really yeah. fun character. Um, and I feel like she was not in the part as much as I wanted her to be. I could have used a little less Anna Sweet and a little more Hermes. <laughs> um, ah, oh, jeez. I, I don't know which... Jobro to say got screwed over the most. In part I mean, six, I think from yeah, I think from a story perspective, it's got to be weather, right? Yeah, it does got to be weather. Like yeah. just looking at like story wise, you know, he kind of had his whole identity uh, <laughs> erased, his memory stolen from him. Um, turns out he was dating his sister. Yeah, he got beat up by the KKK. <laughs> He got beat up by the KKK. Uh, he got hung. Yeah. 
uh, he, he kind of turned everybody into snails. Yeah, I mean, when he finally got his memory back, it like ruined the only positive relationships he had. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah, so I, I think it has got to be uh, definitely Coral Weather Report. Coral Weather Report. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of Weather Report Stand. It's just so difficult. Uh, <laughs> alright, alright. Part 7, Steel Ball Run. I mean, I haven't finished it yet, so... I feel like Gyro is pretty yeah. cool. I think he's... I mean, I know he dies. Because that's all Johnny talks about in Eyes of Heaven. <laughs> so, so Gyro's dead. Uh, so... But, I mean, a lot of people die and it's fine. So, I mean, I don't know. Um, jeez. I think that I would actually say Gyro. You know, uh, despite all the cool stuff that happens within this part, it's like, at the end of it, yeah, he dies, and like, the child that he entered the race to like, save, dies of a cold. Oh, that's right. Like, anyway. So, it's like his entire, like, mission just boiled down to teaching Johnny how to spin. <laughs> that's what it all came down to in the end, if you consider the fact that the kid dies afterwards. Hmm. So, uh... <laughs> it's sort of like... I mean, hmm. It's sort of like a fatalist sort of story where it's like, it wasn't really about the result, it was about Gyro living according to his code. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like, you know, on the long view of eternity, you know, nothing anybody does matters because we all exist for such a brief period of time. So whatever like the, the important thing is that you lived your life in a way that made you satisfied with your own beliefs so, so i guess that sort of seems to be the message but that that's still yeah. real cold <laughs> well thanks for saying that i feel well, like hugging my mom now <laughs> there you go uh yeah yeah i mean we can talk all day about um uh I, I'm not even exactly sure what happened to Hot Pants at the end of the part, honestly. But, like, we can talk about how Diego uh, got screwed over. But, like, also, <laughs> he was, like, he still got stuff Well, done. I think, uh, here's what I will say about Diego being screwed over. Um, and, again, I haven't really seen this part of the part. But, literally, like, he's got his own stand. He turns into dinosaur. Like... He's got this whole identity that's separate from Dio. And except at the end when <laughs> the other Dio shows up with the world. <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, cool. That Dio is really one I love. And Diego's like, hey, man, I could turn into a dinosaur. And was like, nobody cares. Stop the time. Stop the time. Say the world, though. Nobody cares. I want to hear the dubstep fart. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> Getting upstaged by your alternate universe counterpart is not fun. That's tough. That's gotta be tough. <laughs> God. Yeah, okay. 
So part eight. I guess I'm gonna be uh, part eight. Joe Jolian. I guess I'm speaking. Well, I'm gonna on say Joshu only because his power is literally screws. So <laughs> he he is who screws people over. My friend. Yeah, so therefore he is the but he's the most screwed because literally every standing he does is with a screw. <laughs> uh, I'd say the reader. <laughs> the reader is it's the it's the screw joke. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, you wanted a plot. <laughs> I'm sorry, you wanted us to go somewhere. <laughs> it's. It's so odd because like we've gone so far into the part, and it's like not a single Joe Bro has uh, has kicked the bucket. But you know? I mean, if jo- if like, part eight is supposed to be <laughs> you know alternate universe part four, that makes sense. Yeah, but at least Shigechi kicked the bucket by this point in the story, you know. <laughs> I uh, uh, kicked the bucket by this point in the story. Maybe he's just not going to kill anybody. The only person I can kind of say is Ojiro, uh, if, I, if I got that right. The, the stand user Hughes is fun, fun, fun. Uh, first off, yeah, his stand sucks, true. kind of. It's it's highly situational. Uh, he chewed his fingers off. Uh, he was dating um, uh, hot hot single moms in the area. Um, and then he like drowned in her pool. Is that a euphemism? No, oh, okay. he literally drowned in her pool. <laughs> uh, well, then again, he did. He got killed by uh, by Jobin, uh, but only after <laughs> Jobin killed. Um, uh, I, I can't remember if if that if that mother he was dating died before or after him. Hmm. The point is, they both like died in that pool because like he like uh, traveled up to his brain and like exploded a bunch of like important veins. Ugh. Yeah, I know. Part eight. It's like <laughs> this. This JoJo is not afraid to murder. <laughs> um, well, that and everyone in part just kind of kills. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna leave it a tie between uh, Ojiro and uh, Joshi. What about part eight, Yoshikage Kira? Part eight, Yoshikage Kira. <sighs> Kinda. Because like he's dead, but like he's like half dead. Right, half and I mean he dead. got he had like Killer Queen Requiem. Like he was like unstoppable and now up oh, sorry, you just make bubbles. <laughs> <coughs> My only thing with that is that it's not even like do we count do we call like the Jojo himself half a Jobro? Um, I mean, but like <laughs> Joseph Fume was technically the Jojo, right? <laughs> Well, technically, Kira was the JoJo. But Joseph Fumi has the Joe name. And he's got the hair. <laughs> That's true. The inheritor of the Pompadour. Um, you know, he, he doesn't even have anybody that... You know, the person who saved him in this part was like... Uh, I forgot. It's either Kira or... Yeah, it's like Kira who saved him in this part. So it's like, who is he taking the Pompadour after? Hmm... It's stuff like that. Just the little things. What if part four, the guy who saves Josuke mm-hmm. is Joseph Fumi, who was accidentally brought over by Dirty Dean's 
Thunder Jeep. Just like when Valentine was like messing around on the toilet and he was like, I wonder what I can do. Like maybe he was first starting to use his stand, right? Like, you know, it's that trial and error stage. <laughs> Just being like, oh, hey, this car is stuck. <laughs> Fix this car, push. And then Valentine's like, no, 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 no. You got to go back. You got to go back. <laughs> hmm. Guess that could? I don't know. Maybe underneath that uh, sailor's hat, we see that uh, Josuke is actually rocking a pompadour. <laughs> what if? And and then at the end of the part, he, he goes back in time. What if he takes off... Uh, in a Does he ever take universe. off the hat? No. What if he takes off the hat and there's like a smaller head, like... Like uh, King Crimson. <laughs> it's it's Kira's <Yeah>. head. <laughs> this is why we can't see him without the hat. Yeah, these are these are now just horrifying part eight speculations. Just totally <laughs> nightmare fuel. Yeah, and you, you know, yeah. in the eyes of that tiny-headed Kira, is is Killer Queen peeking out? <laughs> so it just keeps getting smaller with like smaller heads on yeah. it. Yeah, Re recursive Kira's. <laughs> uh, well, that was a good uh, recounting of all the times that Joe Bros had gotten screwed over. Yeah, so um, what do you guys think? Uh, which Joe Bro got screwed the most? Let us know. Email, Twitter, Instagram. Send us some voice messages on anchor.fm and we will uh, play it for you. And uh, thanks to uh, JTB for the question. Yeah, thanks, JTB. It's always really nice getting an email from a listener. Do you want to take a guess as to what JTB stands for? JTB? Yeah, I, I got because I got a pretty good one. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a wild one. I'm gonna take a wild one, and I'm gonna say JTB stands for um, uh, Josuke Eight is the best. <laughs> Clearly, uh, JTB stands for uh, Jean Tierre Bolnarif. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> it's like I finally like it's like the will to live just like dangled itself in front of me like a cat toy, and it pulled back. <laughs> <laughs> it pulled back <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, I wanted we got a little time so I want to talk about Araki's book for a second I know we've brought it up okay. on the show a couple times uh, manga in theory and practice the craft of creating manga by Hirohiko Araki um, it probably deserves its own episode at some point um, however uh, so the, he details here uh, a, a structure that he uses for creating characters um, and it's a 60 question mm -hmm. like spreadsheet basically of everything you need to know about like the character so I tried it the other day because I, I was writing something and I was having a hard time figuring this character out and I, I just read that in the book and I'm like alright Iraqi if it works for you it's probably going to work for me right um it was a surprisingly mm -hmm. effective list of questions. Um, oh. Now, that's not to say that like Araki has invented the, the character questionnaire, because I've seen them all over the place, right? 
But there are certain questions in here that are just very, very Iraqi-ish that I don't think I would have seen anywhere else. I'm trying to find it here in the book so I can read it out. Um, one of which being like... Oh, here it is. So, like, some of these are, are, are pretty standard, right? Like, birthday, blood type, hair color, eye color, type of voice, what hand are they? Uh, but then some of these are, like, very, very interesting, just to kind of get, get us in his head. Like, history of surgeries, cavities, or illnesses. Um, favorite brands of perfume. Favorite color. <laughs> Least favorite color. Uh, taste in drugs. <laughs> uh, let's see. Humorous or violent? <laughs> uh, I just uh, I just thought it was really interesting. Like formative experiences as an infant slash young child, including who was involved, sexual history slash lovers, and thoughts towards romance. And are they married? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm seeing one right now, and it says uh, songs that describe them lyrically or feelings yeah so i think uh it was very very interesting it actually inspired me to add some of my own questions onto the list that were more relevant to what i was working on but um you know I, i'm not someone who knows a lot about fashion brands uh, and so having to sort of yeah. dig through and figure out what this person's favorite brand was did lead me into like a whole new world that i was not aware of um in particular, like the history of Japanese streetwear. <laughs> so I thought that was super interesting. Um, so if you if you are a creator and you admire JoJo and Araki, get the book and give this this sixty questionnaire thing a, a shot. It, it does kind of open your mind in different directions. I don't think I'd look that close at the uh, character creation sheet, but I think I just might use it. Yeah, because, and I've said this before, I think I've said it on the show, we don't give Araki enough credit for being a good writer. Because, uh, you know, it's like, oh, plot hole, ha ha, ah, you broke your own rule, ha ha, oh, you used, like, such weird random facts, ha ha. But gosh, the man has created so many copy pastas. <laughs> you know, like... I doubt it's even intentional. <laughs> no, but it's just like, that's how his brain works. I mean, why... Why is Giacchio yelling about the pronunciations of Venice while he's riding a car trying to kill someone? Like, not <laughs> only is that rant hilarious, but, like, the timing of that rant makes no sense. <laughs> or the fact that that doctor is 89 years old. I can't believe he's 89 years old. I might sound like a broken record, but I still can't believe this guy is 89 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm just looking at some of the JoJo copy pastas right now. We got the big old like um uh, oh well, there's one right now that's like fan made, trying to explain how King Crimson works, and it's like a it's like three paragraphs. Oh, in I've one. seen that one, yeah. Yeah, versus the uh, Yoshikage Hero Hero one. Um, see another one where it's all like uh, to be fair, you do have to have a very high IQ to understand oh, JoJo's no. Bizarre Adventure. You hear that one, listeners? Listeners, don't don't be like that. 
Look, I love JoJo, but like, don't, don't yuck someone else's yum. <laughs> like, it's all right if they don't like it, okay? <laughs> um, as was said in the movie Trolls World Tour, if everyone if everyone was the same, how would how would people know that we were cool? <laughs> if everyone was a JoJo <laughs> fan, how would the world know that we had good taste, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and if you aren't a fan of Part 8, well then, how do we know you have taste at all? Jeez. <laughs> okay, you want to talk about Part 8? I know you've been like... Yeah. That last chapter shook you, I guess. Uh, yeah, Chapter 96, which I'm just going to call Calamity, because it's the word they kept saying the most. Um, so we found out a few big things. Spoiler warnings for chapter uh, 96 of Jojolian. Um, first thing, that 89-year-old doctor? He is not what? a doctor. Doesn't even have a degree. Travesty. Like a Dr. Phil. Uh. <laughs> yes, what we have here is actually the most humanoid stand that we've ever seen. Oh, really? Yeah, the 89-year-old doctor is actually a stand. Yeah, and that's why he was appearing at, like, four places at once. is because he's an automated stand. Oh. More so than FF? Yeah. Um, I, it's, could we, okay, well, my theory is that the user is Toru. Um, <laughs> um. Or Turu, yeah, I guess my theory is that the user is Turu, but we do see Turu by the side of a truck eating a hamburger in this chapter, so like, you know, like, how how mm. evil can that guy be? Oh, I see, so the implication here could be, because with Foo Fighters, like, the stand was the person, because the person was Plankton and therefore had no personality, but... There could be a whole person who has a stand that's all, another whole person... <laughs> Wow. Yes. That's crazy. <laughs> it was honestly like a shock to me. I was like, whoa, something's happening. Wow. You know, it felt like we made some progress this chapter. We also found out how the stand works. Um, so essentially what happens uh, is that the stand works with karma, or at least that's how Mamazuku explained it. Uh, the more negative karma that you've built up, it all comes, like, going full force at you when you go after the stand. Oh, interesting. Who is chasing yeah. him in that so I'm... scene? Oh, uh, Mamazuku and um, uh, Josuke were chasing him. Okay. Yeah, which makes me think to myself, like, what kind of negative karma has Josuke built up? Is it, like... That's what I was about to ask you, because I'm like, he seems like a pretty decent guy, right? Like, Yeah, I mean, we don't see Josuke at all in this chapter. On a scale of Jonathan to Joseph, uh, how pure of heart is Josuke 8? Oh my god. He's, He's somewhere around the middle, leaning more towards Joseph. Um, just because, like, he's innocent mm-hmm. because he doesn't know anything, but also he is <laughs> incredibly intimidating when he has to be. Um, <laughs> and, like, 
Um, I don't know. There are just a few scenes where you're like, <laughs> whoa, well, no dignity on that scene. guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or um, uh, the one scene in particular that really gets me is when he's, uh, after he's done fighting Ojiro, and then um, uh, <laughs> Yusaho goes to look in a different direction, and he kicks Ojiro, and he says, like, don't mess with me again. But, like, he does so in a way where it's, like, uh, Yusaho can't mm. see him do it. So I'm just like, oh, he's got some mm. personality to him. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's my take on uh, Josuke 8. Alright, well, I guess we'll see. You're still guessing it's only going to last 100 chapters? Uh, I, I'm going towards more like 110 mm. now, honestly. All right, you heard it here, here, folks. Yeah. Uh, 110 chapters, then Jolion will be done. I, I, this, this is a guarantee. I'm gonna edit it so it just <laughs> says this is a guarantee. <laughs> this is a yeah, exactly. guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gave you the sound <laughs> bite. Uh. All right, meme of the week. <laughs> Right, meme of the week. Meme of the week. Sweet. All right, I've got. Right, so I'm gonna you got two. Good pick. Uh, three panel comic. Top. Tonio. How'd you enjoy your food, Doctor Cujo? Second panel. Jotaro. It was delicious, Tonio. It was almost as good as my grandma's Italian food. She's a great woman. Only a heartless idiot would betray her. Third panel. Zooms out. Shows Joseph sitting next to him. So that's why you insisted on Italian food. <laughs> uh, uh, second one. Uh, and that, w- that was... Uh, I didn't have the username on that one. Sorry. That was on Post Crusaders. Reddit. Uh, this one is from user Driver Sour. Uh, it's called Rolling Stone Requiem. Mm-hmm. Top panel. Mista. Just on his eyes, looking into the elevator to look at Rolling Stone. Second panel, Misa, but instead of Rolling Stone, it's Polnareff in a ball. <laughs> uh, Polnareff ball. <laughs> oh, I forgot to say, my, one, of the, one of my favorite parts about that first meme was in the comments. It's like, yeah, I always hated that about Joseph. You know, Susie Key was always so good to him. Why would he cheat on her? And the reply comment was, she forgot to send the telegram. <laughs> <laughs> from all those years ago alright alright um, let's get to okay let's get to my meme so um, uh, I, since you cheated I'm gonna cheat too alright so you know how Yankee with no brim is like mm-hmm. sweeping the internet by storm right now well I see one where it's Polnareff holding up the um, uh, <laughs> the cursed sword and it says the stand with no user <laughs> I knew this <laughs> um, and there's a second one here where it's that um, uh, it's that Wojak meme where it has uh, Kira like in tears, like crying, like no, you can't just scrape away exploding bubbles. Yeah. That's, that, that's unfair. And then uh, <laughs> Okiyasu's just going, haha, Zahano go burr. Uh, uh, Okiyasu. <laughs> oh, that that lad. I'll never get tired of him. <laughs> 
All right. Well, uh, if you enjoyed today's episode, uh, feedback is always appreciated. You can contact us on Twitter at No Dignity Pod and Instagram at No Dignity Podcast. Uh, don't forget, you can send us an email at No Dignity Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, I've been Alejandro. You can find me on my YouTube channel, A Squid TV. And uh, I kind of gave up social media for a little bit. Like, I don't really post. I just, like, send things to, like, people when I have to now. Uh, but you can find me there at um, uh, asquidv uh, on Instagram and uh, asquidv on Twitter. Uh, it's been uh, nice. If it's you want to nice. send us a voice message, those are super fun. You can do so by going to anchor.fm slash no dignity or use the Anchor app on your phone and you can quote unquote call us and then we'll put your sound clip in the show like we did that one guy. Um, for more of me, you can go check out my Star Wars podcast, Silhouette Zero. It's about uh, Star Wars aliens fighting in the galaxy. It's pretty fun. Uh, season three is very heavily influenced by Stardust Crusaders. So you, if you want to see what happens when you mash uh, JoJo and Star Wars, you can you can see how that goes out. Um, you can also go to SilZeroMedia.com, which is the website. You can find the link to my book that I just wrote. Um, and it's available for purchase, so you can check that out, too. Yes, give it a read, please. Ah. So, did you, uh, uh, you hear? You hear what's been going on so far with JoJo? Like, uh, Kakyoin specifically. I don't know what happened with Kakyoin. Was that? I, I could not hear you. This internet during the pandemic kind of sucks. Ah, no dignity. To be continued. <laughs>